0: The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, bringing you everything you need to know about your home and real estate, whether or not you're buying or selling right now or just living and enjoying your home over the summer. This is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, Mortgage Broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, JP Sellers, Insurance Advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. These are great people with a ton of expertise and knowledge that they'd be happy to share with you, our CFAX listeners. If you'd like to talk with any of these excellent and uh, fantastic people in our local community Uh, just reach out to us you can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com you'll need to look under weekend shows and there you'll find us where you're listening to right now the whole home show with me tony joe all of our home show team members contact information is there including my own i'd be happy to chat with you uh, or of course you can always just reach out to me find me online look up tony joe real estate or tony joe victoria i'd be happy to introduce you to our whole home show team and of course i've been helping people here in greater victoria for 30 years now i've seen uh, I, you know i was just about to say every type of transaction but i haven't yet that's the neat thing about real estate because everyone is different and every year brings new challenges uh, but also new ways of doing things and that's actually part of what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. But listen, if you're looking for another opinion, you want to talk about real estate, want to discuss the market, want to know about what's going on, give me a call. I would love to chat with you. I love chatting with our CFAX listeners. It's my pleasure, pleasure to have helped many of you uh, over the last four years, while I've uh, had the program here, and it's been fun. You know, I had somebody the other day say to me that it sounds like I have fun. I have fun both doing the program here and in the business. And uh, you know, I had to think about it for a second. I do. I love it. I uh, I feel like I can do this for a long, long time. Thirty years for some is a long time. It feels like it's gone by pretty quick for me. And I love doing what I do. And I'd love to help you as well too. So uh, reach out to me. Uh, if you like. Uh, Today, we're having a conversation about the challenges of the real estate market right now. It is definitely a unique time, unlike anything I've seen before, unlike anything I can safely say any realtor has seen before. But it's not just us. It is our ancillary uh, businesses as well that are affected. And today we're talking about mortgages with our mortgage broker, Expert Denise Webster from from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group and Gurpreet Randhawa from the Sitka Law Group. Of course, lawyers have uh, their struggles uh, as well, and we're talking really about timelines and pressure and things like that, not about clients. Clients are great, you know. There's just a lot of confusion out there, and it's uh, like I said, it's a it's a very different time. I think we all are looking forward to. Going back to some degree of normalcy, not just in the real estate business, but you know, with this whole COVID thing as well too. It's been interesting, uh, but uh, but here we are. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be having a conversation with them uh, shortly. Uh, just as a reminder, folks, if you would like to bring something up for me to chat about on our program, please do email me Tony at PrimeTeam.ca, uh, or again Google me online, or visit us on the cfax 1070com website. Uh, send us a message be happy to answer your question. Now today I've got a lot of things to cover because you know the weather's changing. I am pre-recording today by the way. Uh, We're recording again you know it's amazing what the pandemic's done. I haven't been in the studio for whatever it is 15 16 months i miss it i I like going down to the studio it's lots of fun people don't often get a chance to do that you know it was my pleasure to be able to do so for almost three years but you know what we've been recording episodes uh by zoom technology is an amazing thing we can talk to people uh even over great distances uh and it's been great for me to be able to have people from vancouver like politicians and um uh, ministry leaders and and things uh ministerial ministry later is that the right word head of government ministries is what i was trying to say uh to be able to chat with them over zoom has just been fantastic so i'm pre-recording today because our producer uh, at cfax is off for next week wanted to make sure that he had this content for the following week that's what we do you know so it's nice we can do it uh, in advance but uh, you know the weather's fantastic oh my goodness we've been telling people from across the country uh, even right now my colleagues in toronto are calling they're saying they're having Toronto weather, or, or sorry, the, my Toronto friends are saying they're having Vancouver weather. What is Vancouver weather? You know, they, they think it's cloudy, rainy, whatever. I don't know. I mean, we've had such a lovely uh, spell here of fantastic weather, nice and warm. For those who like the warmth, uh, there's been a rush on air conditioning units and fans. I know that. I hear about that from all the retailers. But the question is, now, you know, we're home and what kind of things can you do around the house? There's regular maintenance that people should be doing on a regular basis. And there's some things that are best done at different times of year. Now I get it. Maybe you want to enjoy uh, the summertime doing things out with the kids, out with family. Yeah, sure. But if you're a home person and that whole pride of ownership thing kicks in and that you're looking for things to do, I want to give you some suggestions here uh and and hopefully they they help you out. the first thing that i always like to do is we get our carpets clean in the summertime we pre-book and we generally book at a point in time that we know that we're going to be away for a few days and why do we do that well of course you know you're introducing water into the carpets we like coming home to nice dry carpets so uh we book that uh, like i said in advance if we're going away for three or four days which we are uh, this year. We're going camping locally. We're not going away. You know, we're still adhering to uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry and all that stuff. Um, we're going camping for uh, for four days locally here, and it's a great time because um, it's a great time to get the carpets clean. Right, the whole family's not going to be here. We'll have people looking after the house, but you know, not uh, the entire family. So get your carpet clean. Summertime is a great time because they dry quicker. Now. Another thing that people often don't think about is, you know, you've got the basement full of stuff, you got boxes and you've had on the top of your mind, uh, wanting to organize all the stuff that has been in boxes or crates for years. Uh, You know, for some that are trying to escape the heat, maybe doing that job in the cool of your basement, make sense at this time, you know, get that over with. So you don't need to think about it in the future, taking advantage of your natural air conditioning. Uh, if you don't have AC, maybe have a basement and you're you're trying to escape, you know, that's a good uh, a good project to, uh, to undertake. Of course, we, go, uh, we next go to things like exterior painting. We know all of the painters are busy out there doing outdoors, trying to take advantage of this kind of weather. Well, if you're handy with a paintbrush, now's a great time to be doing touch-ups or things like that. Uh, again, because of the fact that uh, the paint dries, you have less issues or problems with your paint job um, during this weather. Something else we tell people all the time, this is a great time to get your drain tiles clean. Now, you might be thinking, why would now be the time that feels like a winter thing? Well, that's the problem, because if you wait to the winter time, and Even worse, if you wait until you have a problem, like a backup and some flooding, that's when it's not a booking call. That's an emergency call. And that's when you are under stress. And it's like, oh my goodness, I got to get him. And now who am I going to get? You don't usually get a choice of who you're going to call because you just grab the first person that's available. So the summertime is great uh, because of the fact that You know, they may, they're probably not doing the volume of uh, drain tile cleaning that they do over the rainy weather. Now, that being said, I do know that plumbers are busy, anyways. I mean, all the trades are busy right now. This is just a recommendation. Maybe put this on your list for next summer or the summer future when uh, maybe the trades are a little calmer, right? also a good time to do a roof inspection if you have uh access to your roof now be very careful you shouldn't be climbing on a roof that should be a, a, a qualified tradesperson for sure um but sometimes you can just see from you know depending on how high your roof is just do a visual or call the roofing company because really it is a point in time that they prefer doing these things right um last one smoke detectors and CO2 de- detectors. If you haven't replaced them this year, go out and do them now. That's something that should be replaced on a regular basis. So just some tips for you folks there, because you know what? You are typically a home owner much longer than you're a buyer or a seller. So our program here is all about homes, not just when you're buying or selling. Although we're talking about that when we come back from our break right now with our guest, Denise Webster and Kapreet Randawa, our show sponsors, mortgage broker and lawyer talking about the struggles that are going on out there in real estate. So we're going to take our little break here right now. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. There's never any shortage of fun that goes on out there in the world of real estate. For anyone who's been in the market, either selling or buying, it is a time like None other. I've never bumped into this before. I've been doing this for 30 years. You know, most of the time it's pretty consistent, and you sort of know what's going on, and uh, you know you can foresee or or uh, estimate what the next steps are going to be, but uh, just kind of crazy right now. And of course, today we're having a conversation with two of our show partners. We have Denise Webster, who is our intrepid mortgage broker at Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, and also Gurpreet Rondao, a partner at the Sitka Law Group. Uh, both of you were having a three-person conversation today. Thanks. Uh, it's great having you back because it feels like it's been a while, first of all.
1: It has been a while. Thanks so much for having us back.
0: Well, one yeah. of the reasons is, I mean, we're all busy people. I know yeah. you, I know. Oh, okay. We're, let, let's start with this, Capri. You know, you've got the mic right now. What have you been seeing? What is going on?
1: Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the, as we know, markets, the market's insane right now. Low, high volume for real estate. Everyone's at capacity. Lawyers, banks, realtors. Um, I'm finding we're getting documents very last minute on closing. So we're kind of having to scramble, um, which is unfortunate for, you know, buyers because, you know, that's not the service they want right now. Um, they don't want to be rushed at the end. And unfortunately, um, that's beyond our control Uh, on some files. I'm not receiving mortgage instructions until two to three days before closing.
0: Um, well, Well, tell our listeners though, like in a normal period, normal time, what would it normally be
1: normally it would be like two to three weeks out that we receive documents okay. um, and we're ready to go but now it's like the week of closing yeah. um so really hard to coordinate especially with out-of-town um clients who have to make arrangements to meet with a lawyer or notary to sign have to come up with funds to complete um so it's a lot and, and date cha- date changes are happening without <laughs> us being notified
0: uh, okay. oh, and- my, oh my goodness this is a lot of stuff to cover okay so let, let's let's hit one at a time here so you you've you've said that uh with like there's quick closings there's not a lot of lead time now uh, as an example are you talking about buyers who are taking really quick possession of their property or maybe they have like a two or three month possession but all of these things happen at the very last minute which one is it
1: the latter So I'm finding we do have, um, they're not quick closings. I mean, the buyers have been
0: in motion for months.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not receiving mortgage instructions or documents from brokerages until shortly before closing because of high volumes.
0: Okay. Well, as it turns out, we have Denise also on this call right now. So Denise, can you explain to us why this is happening?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is just uh, we are dealing with, I mean, it will keep we'll say this word a lot in this conversation, pure volume. Um, So uh, lenders are absolutely overwhelmed. And even when we do get a file complete on our side of things, meaning the mortgage documents are all done, ready to go and be instructed to the lawyer, they can sit in a queue for days. And it's just their funding departments for the banks and the lenders are overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So even when we get a So maybe I've got like three more documents left and I am two weeks away from funding or something like that. So even if I send those final documents, it's taking lenders three to four days to actually pick up that file and review those final documents. Then they say, okay, now that file's done, we'll send it off to funding to instruct and it sits there for another three days. And hence why instructions are showing up to the lawyer a week or three days before completion. And gosh forbid if there's been changes, then they're waiting for new instructions and getting new instructions out. If there's been any changes in the file to the rate, that goes back into the queue and everything's just sitting waiting. And I okay. feel for it.
0: So, so I got to chime in here now. Chime in here now too, because it happens a lot. Where of course uh, um, a client, you know, call it a buyer, we've done the transaction. It doesn't close for two months or whatever, and our client will say, "Hey, Tony." Make sure your office sends the documents to the lawyers like now, to to which to which we have to explain. I could send them the documents now, but nothing's going to happen because there's this whole uh, uh, domino effect of the bank, the funding, the you know uh, all these things. So it it's not quite that easy, right? Mm-hmm.
2: No, and in my experience, and Gopri, G- correct me if I'm wrong. Um, You know, you, lenders actually don't want to send mortgage instructions too soon. They can get lost in the shuffle if they, you know, back in the good old days when we had time, you know, a lender would never send mortgage instructions to a lawyer a month in advance because they're already working in those month ends. They're not even looking at their end of August transactions or right now. So, so when we are sitting at a month end, like we are right now, I would never want to get my August instructions in the queue of their hectic july month end right now wait till july is over then they've got ready to clear eyes start looking at august documents so that's something we i try to really consider when i'm trying to reach out to lawyer is to not get them on the end of the month i can't believe you're here Gerpreet. <laughs> 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 but yeah it's uh, it's very mindful the 15th and the end of the month is is really crazy in this industry
0: I mean, it normally is too, like any, any normal marketplace, those are busy, busy periods, but this is, this is really unprecedented. So, so let's talk about volume for a second. Garpreet. I mean, I remember, I think last time you were on, we were talking about, um, you know, some law offices are having to turn away business or, you know, take on new staff or things like that. Like, where are you guys at? I mean, you're a busy, you're busy office. Sick of law.
1: Very busy. Um, and, and we had to also stop taking, um, deals at a certain, um, time just because we were at capacity. And we also want to ensure that we're able to service existing clients. And so ensuring that you know, we maintain um, spots for existing clients, but also being able to assist new clients. Um, and, and in June and July, we, we unfortunately did have to turn um, people away. And, and, and when I have that conversation, um, often the person will say, oh no, I can't find anyone else. I've heard this from three other firms. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just us. I'm finding it's many firms in town.
0: You, you know, there there is one where um, I have a client in Vancouver, and it's an estate sale, and their their lawyer was not. She could not find a lawyer in Vancouver, <laughs> so uh, ended up doing so here in town. And and I I couldn't believe it. Let I mean, she said that I'm like, come on. There's got to be capacity out there, but I guess that's where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um and they say make hay while the sun shines, but you know, I i think it's important for listeners and consumers to know like there's a lot of moving pieces in a transaction, you know, because the three of us are involved, you know, the legal aspect, the real estate side, the uh mortgage side. There's a there's a lot of moving pieces. This is the reason why we're here, right? Yeah. It, I, I can't imagine anyone trying to do this on their own or without yeah. one or two of us, right?
2: We yeah. should have uh insurance here as well. <laughs> Uh-huh. insurance is scrambling in the 11th hour for the all
0: these yeah. home insurance absolutely
1: yes. i'm often sending two to three requests for an insurance binder um, and sometimes i don't get those until the day of closing as well so they're just as overwhelmed as the rest of us
0: mm-hmm. well we'll have of course we have jp here on uh, uh regularly we'll have them on again and and you know for For us, as part of our process, when we're working with someone that we get that happening with the with the client sooner rather than later, because I know and I remember, you know, as young realtor, that was usually the thing that was missed until the last day. It's like, oh, we need to get insurance. Uh, Even when
2: you remind your clients, it is just sometimes forgotten. And it Mm -hmm. is such an important part.
0: yeah oh oh my goodness all right um actually if you can believe it we're coming up on our first break uh, of the day here and we haven't even scratched the surface like there's there's just so much stuff to uh uh to talk about to talk about here um how are things at the land titles office though I mean is that going pretty smooth that's all kind of online-ish kind of situation now right yeah
1: from our perspective um we submit closing documents for registration on the completion date. So everything is considered completed on that date. Um, It's just land titles can take several days to um, accept the documents for registration or finalize registration. Um, So it doesn't really impact us um, in terms of closing a deal. Mm -hmm. It can become an issue where we're dealing with new developments. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the process, um, the developer's lawyer has to submit a strata plan for registration and raise titles. Yeah. And I'm finding there's some delays in that now because land titles is also oh, back.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's a whole other big conversation. We, we better hold off on that one uh, for now. We're talking with our show partners, Grapreet Randawa, at the Sitka Law Group and Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, and we're talking about interesting times in real estate. Uh, Need to take our break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and... Silhouette home inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of our partners at the Whole Home Show a call. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows, and there you'll find us, the Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Um, or you can always just reach out to me. Uh, so many listeners do. Just Google me, Tony Joe Real Estate, or the Prime Real Estate Team, Prime Team. And if you're a podcast listener, a reminder, all of our past episodes are streaming on iTunes and Google Play. So you can listen up on any of the great guests we've had over the course of the past four years. Talking today about what's going on out there in this very complicated world of real estate, specifically Victoria real estate. We're talking with Gurpreet Rendawa, who of course is our uh, lawyer partner, uh, our lawyer supporter here at the Whole Home Show at the Sitka Law Group, and also Denise Webster, the uh, mortgage broker extraordinaire from uh, Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, Okay, listen, just before the break, Uh, and it always happens, you know, I, I bring up something just before a break, we gotta, we gotta uh, stop and pick it up again. But Grafreet, you were talking about, uh, closings, complicate complications with new developments because we're seeing a lot of that now. Right. Mm -hmm. And how, um, I mean, it's hard enough when somebody is selling a home to a buyer, but when a developer is selling 56 homes to a developer and they all close tomorrow, there's, there's a lot of stuff there, you know? Right.
1: Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff. The developers waiting for titles to be issued from the land title office. So they may be delayed on that. And depending on, you know, how backlogged the land title office is, um, buyers need to notify their lenders of the established closing date. Often, you know, they're given 10 days notice to complete, um, and they have to ensure that their lender sends us mortgage instructions that their insurance coverage is in place. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts. So um, I'm, I'm talking about a regular transaction, completing so close to the end, but new development,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's even, even... Yeah,
0: this is an important one to talk about because you just mentioned 10 days. So, so what it is for our listeners is developers often, they can't give a concrete date as to when the development is going to be finished because supply chain issues, labor, mm-hmm. trades, weather, all those things can affect. There could be delays. And generally speaking, the developer has, uh, they they specify like an outside date. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be anywhere between October and December of 2023 or something, for instance. Um, But then they'll say, but we can give the buyer notice and it'll close in 10 10 days or whatever. Um, Because then the buyer's got to mobilize, got to call Denise for the mortgage stuff, right? And then got to call Grapreet for the lead. And, And all of a sudden, uh, they're scrambling, maybe even haven't sold their house yet or they're in between like oh, oh there is a, uh, it's scary, right? It's,
1: scary. it's very scary and right now I mean you we're at a time where your lawyer might not be able to assist you with that deal um, if they're already at capacity for the month, so you might have to try to locate another lawyer. Hey that's
0: that the- that's a good point. So let's say a, a, a buyer on a pre-sale has secured a lawyer. But then the date has sort of accelerated you go oh it's okay because i've already talked to the lawyer are you saying that the lawyer can say i can't help you because we're busy
1: they might be at capacity oh, wow. yeah because at the time that you review the contract with your client you don't know when it's going to complete
0: yeah
1: um and and we're not going to know to follow up we wait for the client to get in touch with us with us once they receive that clothing closing notice so yeah, if it's right now, for example, your lawyer might tell you, "Unfortunately, we're at capacity."
0: Mm-hmm. And, I, I I, and, and I cool. should remind people because you're probably not going to mention it here, Capri. Um, you, you guys have already invested time and spent uh, uh, effort doing things, reviewing documents, and all that kind of stuff. There is a cost involved because you've already, you know, the the even even if the consumer needs to shift lawyers, it is fair that you know that they're mm-hmm. gonna have to pay a bill, right?
1: It is fair, and and that's something that, you know, your lawyer will discuss with you when they review the documents. You yep. know, there might not have been a fee if it was just a couple of documents versus a full disclosure package.
0: Okay, so. all right. Um, so, Denise, talking about this whole rush thing, cause I, I know you get those calls. It's like, oh, we, you know, we're closing now. Then you gotta get in touch with the lender and get this happening, right?
2: Right. So on those new builds, sometimes it's our last outstanding condition for the lender to satisfy the full file and it's to confirm a completion date. Now, um, I usually when we're getting in the window of time, I'm usually really trying to push my lender to at least send mortgage instructions to the lawyer, even though we haven't secured the date just so it is in their queue and it's a and it's reminded the lawyer that this is still live and we're getting close. Because quite often it can be the mortgage instructions that trigger the lawyer to say, oh, right, here's this file, it's coming up now, because they may not have the real estate package, or the conveyance package yet. Um, and then it's the mortgage instructions that really kind of make it concrete. Because a lawyer will not, correct me if I'm wrong, even start the file until they have mortgage instructions. It's a waste of their time until they see those mortgage instructions. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah. So I usually try my best with my lenders and my relationships with my lenders to say, please, please, please instruct the lawyer. And we'll I'll reach out to the lawyer as well and let them know we still are waiting for the completion date, but here's things to get you started.
0: I, I think it's important for consumers and listeners to know that, you, you know, it, the, the, again, there's a lot of moving parts here and there's people like a team like us that actually stick handle all of these things step-by-step uh, because, Oh man, you know, if, 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 uh, if any home buyer was to know all of these things that are necessary, it would just, it, it, it it's stressful, right? It would stress
2: them out. Yeah, <laughs> You don't want to do that. Yeah, no.
0: exactly. Exactly. Uh, Denise, something that you touched on, on the uh, uh, earlier segment was date changes. Cause there's a lot of that going on. We're sort of talking about that a little bit with the development stuff, but other things happen too. Like, with it's just a traditional sale. Like often there are changes Uh, and it can get complicated too, right?
2: Gosh, there's a list, a long list of changes that can happen. And going back to those new builds, um, quite often we as brokers can be left in the dark when a a buyer has decided to do some upgrades (laughs) and they've done an amendment to the contract and the realtor forgets to send it or the client forgets to tell the broker. And then the lawyer says, hey, we have a shortfall. The purchase price is higher than what you got your mortgage approved at. That's a really bad case scenario. So that's a conversation I have to have with my clients. If you're going to do something after the contract and negotiate some upgrades, that's a big change. That has to be talked about. Um, Other date changes that are happening that you're well well aware of, Tony, is, um, you know, quite often our sellers are trying to sell their home and purchase a home at the same time. And quite often they may sell their home first, which would be great. It makes life easier and have a long completion date. And then they find their home to purchase and then they might go back to that buyer of their home and say, Hey, we found our home. Can we change dates? So now we've got a whole date change in the queue. Of
0: yeah. Because that, that buyer is usually excited to go. Yeah.
2: Okay. No problem. Yeah.
0: And they got to inform their mortgage person. Cause if they don't, yeah. it could be trouble. Right.
2: Here's a big one for you guys to think of. I'm sure you already have, but we have a new statutory holiday on September 30th this year which is a very big closing date for real estate. We have the National Day of Reconciliation, Truth and Reconciliation, and that is falling on a month end. So it's just in the process right now. I mean, Gertrita, are you guys going to be open? Do you know what?
1: Yeah, I was going to speak to that today, actually. So it is a national holiday, federal holiday, not a provincial holiday. Right. And so the federally regulated banks are going to be closed. Um, so if you're relying on mortgage financing from a specific institution i don't know if they're going to be able to fund that day um but we're still going to be open i presume land titles is still going to be open um the provincial government offices will be open um but that's definitely something prospective buyers and sellers should consider um in negotiating these deals and closing dates yeah well
0: there, well there we go to all of our realtors who listen to our program regularly grab your smartphone right now make a note in your day timer september 30 uh um have recon- reconciliation Right, so uh, thanks for bringing that up, guys. Listen, we're already at uh, our next break time here right now. Uh, but you know, what? hey, listen, we're talking about complications in real estate. I can tell it by looking at you guys because we're at Zooming right now. We're still having fun. At least we still love our job and we love what we do. It could be worse, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: definitely still love what I do. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, we're talking today with Gurpreet Randauer from the Sica Law Group, and also with Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Just talking about the fun that's going on right there. Are out there right now in the world of real estate. We need to take our last break for the day. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our guests today are our show partners Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group and Gurpreet Randall from the Sitka Law Group. We've been having this nice little chat, but all the fun that's going on out there in the real estate world right now, Uh, you know, consumers are under pressure. There's a lot of pressure out there, especially if you're a buyer. It's tough. You've made many offers on properties. You've not succeeded. Trying to guess what the ideal price is or trying to push yourself to write an offer that is uh, unconditional. Now, the people that I have right now with me on the show, of course, the three of us all agree that a consumer needs to protect themselves and get legal advice you know have uh conditions if you can for financing and inspection and all that stuff but we're in a funny time right now where people are you know in order to be competitive they've got to do things that puts them out of their comfort zone um you know I'm guessing that you get phone calls from clients uh asking about risk mitigation and stuff like that um what are you hearing
1: Um, So I will often get the call once a client has an offer in place with various conditions. So during the due diligence phase where they need me to review the contract, title, and so on. I'm also getting um, quite a few calls from uh, clients who are buying privately where there isn't a real estate professional involved and they're asking about what type of due diligence to do. They want to, you know, have minimal conditions in there to make their offer competitive. And obviously your lawyer is going to tell you, you need to do your due diligence, You know, there are so many risks associated with putting in an unconditional offer. Um, So, you know, having the condition for financing, um, title review, contract review um, with strata, strata document review is so important. Um, If you, you know, are trying to make your offer a bit more competitive, then, you know, talk to your real estate professional about doing that due diligence up front or before you put in an offer. Uh, But it's very, very important to do that due diligence because, you know, once your offer is accepted and conditions are waived, that's a firm and binding contract. You're stuck with that property.
0: Hey, have you had people asking about trying to get out of an unconditional offer?
1: Actually, not as often as you'd think, Uh Um, because often they don't become aware of the issues till after closing. (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> well, but you know what? I, I think it. I, my the the context of my question was more sort of like, do people get caught up in the in you know in the craziness of the multiple offers and then wake up at night and go, oh my god, what have I done? I got to call my buyers' remorse. Buyers' yeah. remorse. You're I out.
1: haven't seen much of of that actually. I did see a little bit of that during the state of emergency, especially when the state of emergency was declared yeah. last March, where we had these people who lifted conditions. Then we have the state of emergency declared everything was shut down. So buyers wondering, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to house prices? Am I still going to get a mortgage? So that's really the time that I saw some buyer's remorse. But as soon as the market, um, you know, skyrocketed, I, had, I hadn't seen any buyer's remorse. I, since.
0: I haven't either. Denise, how about you? Nope.
1: nope.
0: Yeah.
2: No, a lot of fear, a lot of real big anxiety as they're making offers feeling like they might be offering too much. Mm -hmm. but then if i do get the you know the offer is accepted there is usually a lot of relief and joy but it's a hard position to be in when you're feeling like you might be offering more than you think you wanted to pay uh, I just kind of confirm you've got a, are all your boxes checked. Is this the right house? Does it feel right? You know, put your best foot forward if you can. If this is, you don't want to be the one that says I was willing to pay that.
0: <laughs> yeah. but, but but you know what, you know what the relief is for that though? The relief is normally when your buyer pays that crazy price, that's the new level, that's the new price level for the area. and the next house sells even higher. So then our buyer goes, Oh my goodness. I I thought for a minute I paid too much, but now everything's going. And that's what happens in a price increasing marketplace, right? I think the secret is not to be the last guy. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, that the. Yeah, that that would be a whole whole different story altogether. Uh, Denise, during one of the breaks, you brought up something about timing uh, because not everyone's buying right now. There's people who refinance too, right?
2: Yes. Mortgages are coming up for renewal and people are, you know, approaching their maturity dates and maybe left it a little bit late. And I just got a call yesterday from a client who's coming up for maturity on August 1st.
0: Hold wanted- on a sec. We're, today's the 20, we're recording on the 29th of July. So July 28th,
2: 28th. I got the call. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, and, and it could be very straightforward. If, uh, if she decides to stay with her current lender and just renew her mortgage, we can get that done in time. But then she start, she wanted me to look at uh, um, competitive rates and say, well, can you, can you move my mortgage and get me a better rate? And it's a flat out. No, absolutely not. I cannot time it to meet your maturity date so what we do in those cases when this does happen is we have to um, we have to communicate with the existing lender to make sure a client's mortgage does not roll into a closed six-month term It will be a high rate and it will trigger a penalty to get out of that. If you just ignore your renewal and you do not sign something with your existing lender, you are at risk of having a high rate and being locked into something with a big penalty. So we have to address that first and foremost, and we really hope that you have a lender that will allow you to mature into an open product. Again, a high rate, an open product. You don't want to be there for long. It's for this particular situation where we can get you away from having a penalty, get you into an open product, higher rate, and we will try to move your mortgage as fast as we can, or refinance if you were wanting to tap into some of that equity and pull some equity from the home and redo your mortgage.
0: So you're basically saying buying time, buying time.
2: We are buying time at a high interest rate. So the pressure's on me to get a new approval as fast as I can to get them out of that high interest rate into a good five-year term again. Um, And now here's my wall that I hit. Lenders are not fast on these type of mortgages. A refinance or um, a transfer switch, we call them, moving the mortgage, they are taking a backseat to all these purchases. Purchases bump them. They have to because those are hard deadlines. People can get sued. We can't mess up our purchase dates. Refinances, transfer switches, bump, bump, bump. It just keeps getting bumped. And I have, you know, when this all first started and it was crazy and we were having our lenders say, refinances are a month turnaround. We have some lenders that are doing refinances in 3 months. <laughs> That's how long they're queuing it up. And I we were all frustrated as brokers, why can't we get these done fast? Well, guess what? I have a pile of files that are my refinances and my transfers and switches and they just keep getting bumped. I have to address my purchases first. So it is it's I'm at capacity as well. I feel like I I I have to deal with my purchases, and I feel like it, it's. I don't want to let my clients down, but what I I cannot overpromise right now. I have to be like the lenders and saying this will take longer. That's kind of where what, I'm at.
0: What 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 a, what a time, right? But I, 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 what I'm taking away from what you just said is anyone who's coming close to refinance, don't leave it to the last day, no. even the month, give it a cut. If you know it's gonna be in three months, maybe now's the time to start having that conversation, right?
2: Yeah, we can hold a rate. If you are thinking about changing things up with your mortgage, we can actually lock in your rate, get it all approved four months before your maturity date and it's just oh. ready and done and waiting for the maturity date that's awesome. a great scenario
0: well there you go okay well listen if you're listening if you're listening right now and you in your renewals coming up uh give denise a call i i know that she just said she doesn't have capacity <laughs> but maybe if you say you're a, C- a loyal cfax listener you know she might find some space for you I'm not promising not promising but uh, you know you do uh, you both of you guys get calls from our cfax listeners so you know it's uh yeah, yeah. And, and I do too. And I, and I, I love our listeners. I, I, uh, uh, I, I, I love the fact that they, uh, they, they, um, enjoy our program and, and we love doing it too. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Gervrit, we've talked about capacity. We've talked about, um, I wanted to make sure we talked about, the, uh, those people who are trying to get out of deals and what you answered was, it seems like that is not so much the case right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how? What? What else are you encountering right now? Like, what, uh, what? What's coming across your desk?
1: Um, still lots of co-ownership situations. So yeah,
0: we and we sort of thought there might be more of that because of the increasing prices and people trying to find creative ways of uh, co-owning together, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, and even just um people who aren't able to get approval on the financing without adding, you know, for example, parents to title. Um, So dealing with that as well, navigating through, you know, the options for registering title in that situation, trying to mitigate parents' risk against capital gains tax once they do or are able to come off title. Um, Some co-ownership situations where, for example, two couples are moving in together, um, they want to get into the real estate market, can't quite afford that house on their own, so agree to, you know, combine resources and buy together. So, you know, navigating through how to register title in that situation, protecting the party's rights and responsibilities um, with a co-ownership agreement. Um, So lots of conversations uh, with respect to that. I'm also still finding that many um, buyers and sellers um, think that they can sign closing documents remotely, that they don't actually have to come see a lawyer or can docu-sign. Mm -hmm. Um, But remember closing documents do have to be signed in the presence of a lawyer or notary. Only exception to that um, currently is, that if you know the client has COVID or lawyer has COVID, then in that limited situation we can make arrangements to sign remotely. But again, that doesn't mean by DocuSign. It means you have to have access to a printer to be able to print the document, sign in the lawyer's electronic presence, scan and return.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. such a common comment. Uh, well, I DocuSigned with my realtor and I DocuSigned with my broker. Why can't I DocuSign with my lawyer? Yeah, it's, it, it happens a lot.
1: It happens a lot. Um, and when we're dealing with out-of-province um, clients, yeah. um, in some provinces, the rules about signing remotely are are a bit more lax. So even lawyers will reach out to me and say, what do you mean we have to meet with this person in person? Um, but BC Law Society is very clear, have to sign in a lawyer's physical presence unless we have you know a situation where client or lawyer has COVID.
0: Yeah. And, and this brings us back again, to sort of at the very beginning, you touched on this, uh, Capri, because and, and, we were talking about the tight deadlines and how, you know, you're getting mortgage instructions just days before instead of, you know, a week before and everything is really compressed. And then you get those people who aren't in town. So you, you've got to figure out how to, how do we get them to sign? How do we, you know, it's not easy. It's
1: not easy. And, and one of the things we come across is, you know, the restrictions on who can witness land title documents. So, I mean, a BC lawyer is, you know, is an authorized officer to witness. Um, But if it's out of BC, it has to be a notary um, unless that lawyer is also a notary. Um, So also navigating through, you know, who, who the client can meet with to sign, how documents are going to be returned, how funds are going to be sent to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, dealing with a lot of that, and it's all happening last minute. And and as I said, I feel really bad for buyers and sellers going through this because it can be stressful when it's happening towards the end. And, and you know, we want the clients to have a good experience, but sometimes it's just beyond our control mm-hmm. um, when we're receiving documents last minute.
0: I, I feel that the that the message that that we're, that we're getting jointly today from our conversation is yes, it's tough, stressful lot of pressure a lot of deadlines and all that if you're a consumer you're a buyer you're a seller you're in the middle of all this kind of stuff and you're feeling you know why is all this happening it's not just happening to you mm-hmm. this is the way things are this is what's going on right guys mm-hmm. yeah 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 so anyways uh, both of you grapreet and uh, denise thanks as always for for coming on grapreet if people need to reach you at sitka law what's the best way
1: best ways by phone seven seven eight two six five two six seven seven
0: and Denise? Uh,
2: my phone as well, direct, 250-889-4743.
0: And of course, any listener can find it on cfax1070.com under shows, the whole home show, because all, all of your contact information is there at all times anyway. So thanks for joining us, guys, for today. Thanks,
2: thanks so much for, having, for having us. us. Yeah,
0: a pleasure. You bet. And for our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.